This is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast, and I am super glad that you're here. Y'all have been inconsistent lately, writing a book, not getting my podcast out on a weekly basis. Some of you may not even care or notice, but just thought I'd admit where we're at these days. Um, Writing this book has been a joy and a complete pain in the ass uh, all at the same time. I can't wait to get it into your hands at some point in the future, but just wanted to say I'm excited to put this episode out today. It's a conversation with Allie Youngblood, actually now Allie Ryan. We met several months ago, and when we were chatting, she was getting ready to embark on a wedding and moving and moving into a new home, and of course, none of us had any idea what was coming. And what I loved about looking at Allie's social media was she went ahead and had that wedding with just a handful of people, and it was the most beautiful wedding. The pictures just brought me to tears. And I asked her to come on and talk about what it was like to make that transition from big plans and a big wedding to just standing there with the love of her life and doing it in a very different way. And here we go. I'm not coming down. What I want to talk to you about is just this whole humanity connection thing. I love that your wedding was about you and not the, you know, the party. And yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. Like it, it gave me like more emotion looking at your pictures thinking that that was so intimate and it was so intentional and it just was like this is this these are the stories that need to be told about all of well i certainly appreciate that it was a i mean a huge adjustment we um were scheduled to get married may 16th and um and when we previously had talked, obviously I've been engaged before. So it was one of those things where I already didn't want to plan another wedding. And so when we initially got engaged, I was like, let's do the small, you know, wedding. And, um, Cameron is very much like, I want every person there. I care about to see this. So (laughs) I mean, it was almost like God had a nice little way of giving me what I really wanted, but, um, it was an adjustment for sure. So like we, had the phone call with my mom and she was like, vendors are starting to back out. And like, I don't know how serious this is going to get because we decided at the end of March to cancel it before all of these requirements came into play. Um, but wanted to do it on our own terms. Like we didn't want the government to make all these, um, requirements and then us feel like we don't have another option. So we cried about it and prayed about it and then decided that, we were going to make the decision to go ahead and cancel. And there was so much peace with it. Like there were obviously days with a ton of anxiety or, you know, being upset that this wasn't what we had planned. Um, Obviously then having like family input, my family was really understanding. Cameron's was upset. (laughs) They couldn't be there, which is understandable, but um, so much peace. Like the day of, we were just so excited. And when we were 
actually saying our vows, Cameron looked at me and he was like, it wouldn't matter if there was 200 people in this room or four, like this is all that matters. And so I was like, yes. Um, so it was weird. It was weird. The whole thing, like my parents, um, we obviously had, it was seven people that were actually in attendance and we had a dinner. And so we were all spaced out like six feet. So it was like weird. And my stepdad was like, I've never planned a socially distanced wedding. And I was like, nobody will know if you're doing it wrong. Like, <laughs> We've never yeah. been here before. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was interesting and so different than what we thought, but I don't think either one of us would have changed anything. So we're just glad it's behind us. Mm. Um, but yeah, I appreciate the, the kind words. It definitely, even getting the pictures, like if you took out actually being there, I was like, it doesn't feel like it was like this coronavirus wedding. Like, no, it I was beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And that's, that's what I want to come of all of this is, is to redirect us back to what matters. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, I talk about the difference between striving and thriving and that's what I'm, I'm writing in this book that I'm, I'm doing right now. I'm writing right now. And we've been forced into humanity, Mm -hmm. like kicking and screaming, right? Because our habits had always been to separate work and home. Well, Mm -hmm. can't do that anymore. Um, Farm out, you know, school and all the other things. Well, not really doing that completely anymore. And all of the activities that we've used with our kids and, and ourselves to sometimes pretend that, yeah, no, it's <laughs> you know, true. we're busy and it, it's a distraction. And, and now we're just forced into looking at ourselves and each other. And there's, there can be some beautiful stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought your wedding was one of those beautiful things. Oh. Well, thank you. That, that means a lot. I know it's, it's like a weird, it almost gives again in waves where it's like mad and anxious about everything. Like it's mm-hmm. just, and then you have weeks, especially in sales, where you're like, this stinks. Like, we, um, with One Cause, we do fundraising. So, like, all of the fundraising events that were scheduled, that were sold, like, we're getting hit with those because they're canceling and postponing, obviously. But I think at the end of the day, it gives so much perspective on, like, much bigger things outside of. Um, and Cameron is much more emotional than I am, which is funny. But he... I had a day last week where it was a big deal and I was supposed to sign and they postponed a week. So it wasn't a big deal, but I'm like, every day I check my email and every organization is postponing. And he was like, yeah, but like you get to lay next to your husband right now, like with your two dogs and you have a home and like we're taken care of. And I was like, perspective. Okay. <laughs> um, so it almost gives that intentionality behind for me, like some things aren't going right or like they're very different than what I'm used to, but it's allowed me to focus much more on like all of the things that we do have that so many people don't. Um, and the wedding was one of those. Like it was, I mean, we kicked our feet up in <laughs> bed right after and he was like, do you want to turn on below deck? And I was like, of course this is us. So <laughs> watching reality TV after the wedding um, yeah. and he was like, this is what it's all about. And I was like, yeah. So it wasn't the glorious, like whisked away with fire. Mm-hmm crackers or whatever the heck they do. But, um, I think it's definitely allowed me to step back and realize like, although some things feel crummy, like in hindsight, like the way we're connecting with people or the intentionality, but like we had a 
um, Zoom, you know, family conference last week. And I looked at Kim after and I was like, why have we never done this before? Like we spent an hour with my cousins and aunts and uncles all over the country that we could have always done this with Zoom or FaceTime. And we had the best time, like not playing trivia like we planned, but like, you know, making jokes about blue light glasses. And it was like, why does it take this happening for us to like realize all that we currently have in our life? So it's been weird and not easy, but I think we'll all come out of it a lot better people than what we anticipated. And I describe that as being intentional versus habitual Mm -hmm. because we've, we've all been entrenched in so many habits and not questioning why we do or don't do things. And now this has forced us almost to question everything because our habits have been so dramatically disrupted. And the other thing that I love that you said is that you are just having these roller coaster of emotions. And I appreciate that we're acknowledging our feelings because Mm -hmm. before we would just go into our habits of the day-to-day life and busy ourselves with whatever. And now we're kind of forced to feel on a day-by-day basis versus, um, I don't know, just making it an afterthought. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even though we've, you know, we're professional women who have our act together for the most part, we have this roller coaster of emotions and being able to just recognize, oh my gosh, perspective, Cameron's perspective is so good for me right Mm -hmm. now. Like I, I just love that intention of our feelings even. So often I think we just forget to even acknowledge what we're feeling in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But all I've got right now is a house full of dog hair, dirty dishes, and my feelings sometimes. That's fair. I think that that, that's all we can expect at this point. Um, I think it definitely, I appreciate too, just the like connection of team members at work or process, whatever it is. I mean, we're starting with a human interaction now. Like it's not about what am I getting out of this? It's truly, and you know, people mean it. Like, how are you doing? Um, You know, I'm not, our team meetings, I think, have been so much more vulnerable as well, where it's like typically our, or my um, director does not do emotions at all. And so he is like very closed off. He's very like, let's just look at numbers and Excel sheets. And I'm like, that is not me. Like, <laughs> I want to talk about how I'm feeling. And he's really embraced that because he's like, you know, I'm having a shit day. And I'm like, well, talk to me about that. And he was like, well, Madeline spilt all over my keyboard. And like, <laughs> It's just all of these things where it's like it almost it gives us all this underlying where we're relating to each other and there are memes too where it's like, you know, our dogs enter the zoom and it's like and that's normal now. Like that's okay. So um I think some of my people are even saying, Where's your dog? Yeah, like, my- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There oh my gosh, there was the funniest thing where it was like this mom that was trying to improvise and she put like color coded for you know, if green is up, you can come on in. And then it, it was like, if yellow, they know you exist. So if you have to come in, you can come in. And then, um, but I think it's allowing us all to connect much, even if it's over, you know, Zoom and, and, and a safe distance. I think it's allowing us all to connect. I was even like crying at your, your birthday and everyone driving by. And I was like, <laughs> it just allows people to get so creative and still show they care. So, I mean. Well, I think it might've been my best my most favorite birthday ever. I believe it. I believe it. And because of the love and great intention Mm -hmm. that that required. I mean, it's one thing to say, 
hey, let's meet for drinks. It's my birthday. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's a habit. That's, that's your normal thing. But to leave your house in a global pandemic, mm -hmm. to drive by your friend's house, to honk and hand a present out the door, yep. out the window. Oh my gosh, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was incredible watching it. That was so exciting. Um, I can, and, I'm trying to get my daughter to build a little fun video out of all the little clips, but she's, you know, got school and all the things right now, so it hasn't happened <laughs> yet, but I want that memory, and the presents were so simple and so beautiful. Like, one of our habits is we go to Cafe Patachu is our favorite place oh, to get so together, good. yeah, and we celebrate all of our accomplishments, birthdays, whatever, with cake and bacon. Mm -hmm. okay. That's our funny thing. We'll just yeah. get cake and bacon day. That's what we do. So one of the girls in the drive-by um, brought a bag with Kroger bacon and a cake. Oh, that's so great. Said, you can't have this day without cake and bacon. Oh. And you just, you know, it's so simple. And yeah. in that simplicity, it was so intentional and beautiful. Like Absolutely. So good. So, so. And good. you'll never get another one like it. So. Praise God. I hope yeah. not. But yes, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And my kids were so much more involved in the way my friends did that. It was yeah. such a great place for them to see and feel community in a different way. And that's good. Yeah. It's was that good. the same day that I saw to your um, daughter, like trying on her prom dress and stuff? And yes. so it's just like moments like that that are so. Yeah. Because we were, you know, a couple of us were sitting in the driveway having some champagne and one of the, the, my friends is a stylist, um, Nikki Bush and, um, another friend owns a bridal shop. And so fashion became a part yeah, of the conversation. Yeah. And, but one of them said, Oh my gosh, what about prom, your prom dress? And the other one said, try, go get it and try it on. So oh. Auburn ran upstairs and puts her brown dress on. And yeah, that was a beautiful moment for Absolutely. her to, to share that. So yeah, it was super good. It was super good. And then, you know, it was so exciting to order takeout. You know? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Those make me laugh so hard when, are we going to get out of sweatpants just to enjoy this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. Saturday, I, uh, I had planned it all week. It was like, okay, on Saturday, I'll do my hair. I'll put on makeup and we're going to get takeout. Like it was this like yeah. a beacon of hope <laughs> and light. And so when I'm standing there taking my selfie in the good light, right? My, my son is like, what are you doing? I'm like, this I is planned this. moment. I planned this all week. Like get out of my light. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh no. That's so true though. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I think well, I uh, didn't wear a sweatshirt. It was two days ago, three days ago. I don't remember. I put, no, it would have been Easter. Um, we dressed up and had champagne and acted like we were like with our family. Yeah. And Cameron was like, wow, I never thought I'd see you in like street clothes again. And I'm like, coronavirus, you know, like yeah. so <laughs> wedding we and Easter, we're covered. <laughs> we, my kids didn't dress up for Easter. That was their big fun thing not to do, but yeah, we had yeah. a, you know, we had a regular Easter brunch and all the things and just had, it was actually funny because they just crawled out of bed and down to the couch and watched church of course on TV. Yeah, yeah. And then we ate, I was like, actually that was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not coming down. As we get ready to move into this next part of the conversation where Allie talks a lot about the intention that she's putting into separating work and life as best as we can, since it's all right there together these days. And what are the 
things that we will do to be more intentional moving forward that we've learned out of this global pause. So I hope you're taking some time to really reflect on those things for yourself so that you can take some of this challenging situation and use it for good. I just feel like it was a different world completely. So how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. Um, My, it's like separating that personal and professional, which I'm trying so hard to do. And I think that this whole pandemic has really forced me to do that, to be able to like keep my mental sanity. So personally, things are great. And I'm super obviously grateful. My family's doing well and healthy and, and we're hanging in there. Work is tough um, and super challenging. But again, I think it's a healthy level of challenging where it's like allowing me to, and these are such CLT terms, like the rapport piece, like you're truly just like wanting to do what's right for people. And while that might be delayed decisions and much longer sales processes than I would actually like. I think that it's just, I keep reminding myself like the way that we'd act now and the way we interact now will speak volumes in six months. And um, so professionally it's been tough, but um, that's across the board. So we are all feeling it and experiencing it and supporting each other. um, Whether that's wine over zoom on Wednesday nights or coffees. Um, But I think that because that's so rocky right now, I'm surprised that I'm in such a good mental place because I'm trying so hard to separate and I am doing little things like I'm acknowledging, you know, I had my office downstairs and it was a full blown office and I walked by it every time I went downstairs. So every time I went to get coffee or let the dogs out and I would just pop in and respond an email or do something work related. And I was like, this is not healthy. Like I, I don't want to see this every time I walk by um, or go up or down the stairs. So I moved it into our, one of our guest bedrooms and it's so nice to just close the door and be done. Um, And that's something I would have never thought about before all of this. So I think while challenging, it's, I keep saying making me a better person, but I think in like six months, I'll look back and be like, I did little steps to feel healthy then that Mm -hmm. will help me long-term. So See, I just think that's the idea of being intentional. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's doing it with purpose. It's protecting yourself in a beautiful way, but still honoring that your work is important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love what and, you said about your boss who's now um, being more vulnerable, which is yeah. probably helping you because it's, it's meeting you in a place that you needed mm-hmm. and you may not have gotten that before. Oh, absolutely not. And I mean, he acknowledges it too, where he's like, this is, I'm not this person. And I'm like, I know, but we all need this person right now. So, um, we're all, we're all hanging in there. How are you all doing? I know with the kids at home and obviously big milestones that are being a little bit different, but you know, we're, we're good. We have days where we stand in the middle of the house and scream at each other, Mm -hmm. um, over ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, And then we have just funny, good moments, but I'm trying to talk more about those Mm -hmm. feelings and just let everybody feel what they need to feel and not bring my own sense of judgment. And, you know, that's hard because as a parent, I'm constantly thinking about their well-being, Mm -hmm. right? And so there's a part of me that wants to just go up there and 
rattle them out of the bed at a certain hour and force them into some level of routine. And I finally had to say to myself one day, okay, so Auburn is grieving the loss of her senior year, which Mm -hmm. is like grieving the loss of a best friend. She's been thinking about this her whole life. And so if she was grieving the loss of a friend, I wouldn't go out up there and rattle her out of bed and say, get to work. Um, I, I do worry that she'll come out of this a diabetic because I think all she's <laughs> is bread and sugar. <laughs> oh, feel good, feel good. But, but then again, you know, she's 18. I'm pretty sure that, you know, these few months aren't going to dramatically determine right. her health. But yeah, it's, it's good. I, there's a part of me that is a little bit like, I don't ever want to go back to some of the old habits Mm -hmm. and it gets a little like unnerving to think if that's the expectation. I'm, I'm glad in that regard that I am an entrepreneur because I can decide. Yeah. But when I think about some people that are working for a company, like there's some things that I just don't want to go back to. And I hope people don't expect that. Big transitions, but um, it's almost kind of reassuring that everyone is doing a transition right now. So it's not just, uh, just us. Well, I giggled to myself a little bit when it first happened because I know personally several managers, leaders that have just said, absolutely not. No remote work. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to mess with it. It's too much trouble. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) right. Yeah. Now you have to, you know, try it out and experience it. So I think that's funny. (laughs) But that's one of the normal things too, where I think there are so many components that, are flexible with working from home and there are others that are not. And I think um, it's creating like a healthy kind of balance. Obviously it'll be nice when offices are open and you have that flexibility. Hey, I want to go in today, but um, I think it's giving people a lot more room to just do what they need to do to take care of themselves as opposed to feeling obligated to be in the office. I wonder how many people though will just say we're closing the office. We don't need the expense. I would think a lot or a good majority, that would be kind of where my mind would go to, especially with expenses being worrisome. And go go to more of a co-working shared Mm -hmm. space when needed on demand kind of thing. That's what, when I was, uh, after I, well, right before I left Franklin Covey, that's what the entire company did. We had regional, big regional offices in I think six different locations around the country we shut them all down and everybody went to work from home before all this. Yeah. Um, and there was some benefit and some absolute detriment because mm-hmm. you do lose connection if you're not intentional about it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so it's, I think you have to have those shared spaces and, and a little bit of a, a rhythm and a cadence mm-hmm. of expectation. And I'm not coming down. And if you are looking for a place to add more connection as a career woman, we have a space for that called the badasswomenscouncil.community. And we have some weekly sessions in there, virtual, of course, currently. And it's just a great place to meet other career women, share ideas, and get some real connection. So thanks so much to Allie for bringing her story in today and allowing us to be a part of it. I encourage you to follow her on Instagram and check out some of the beautiful pictures of her wedding. Not what they had originally planned, but it certainly does showcase uh, a whole lot of love.
And again, thank you for your patience as my consistency has been less than stellar as I'm writing this book, but I do want you to subscribe so that you don't miss a series that we will have coming up where the women of Rise and Thrive, see, I'm out of practice even from talking into the microphone, the women from Rise and Thrive Indianapolis took the stage on March 5th in an amazing event called Stand Tall in Your Story. I and the last time that I was in a crowded room. Oh, I miss that. These women told the most amazing stories in a TED Talk-like fashion, and we have those recorded for you, and we'll be releasing both the video and the audio here on the podcast. So make sure you subscribe. You do not want to miss these stories. Phenomenal. Thanks so much, y'all. Do the best you can with what you got right now. I never liked it on the ground. I'm not coming down I wanna go higher, higher, higher
Yeah, that's hard, especially with like introverts, because you have to be committed to, or you're like, I think I'm at my wits end of Zoom calls for the week. And it's like, no, no, like this is nothing compared to what you're, this is healthy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you need this interaction.